Hey, thanks for joining us here on The House Podcast. We hope that you are encouraged by this message. If you want to learn more about The House, check out our website at welcometothehouse.com or download The House app. Everything that has value has to be built. Everything that has value, come on somebody, has to be built. You don't find a good marriage, you build one. You, you don't raise a good family, you build one. You, you, leaders are not born, you ha- they have to be built. Come on, does that make sense? You don't find a great church, you, you help build it. You, you, you don't find an awesome friendship, come on, you have to what? Come on, help me, y'all know where I'm going. I thought we could go up a little bit more. Come on. Uh, You have to what? You have to? You have to build it. You have to build it. And I think one of the things that I want to make sure that we understand is there are so many great things that we do here. So many great things from life groups um, to worship to, to the word to all of this. And, And here's the thing that I want to make sure that from time to time I stress as importance is while there are so many great things here, all of those things are not the foundation. I have been changed by men in the church who took me, noticed me, prayed over me, and loved me. I've been noticed, and I love the church, and forever I will be, I mean, I will be giving my dying breath to help the church move forward. I love the church. I love doing life group. Last night, I had a group at my house, our leadership life group. We had people at our house. It was fun till I lost on cornhole. Don't even say anything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it was fun. I, I loved it. Listen, with all of that, it's great. But the one thing that I want you to know that you're going to have to build here is, yeah, we want you to build a community. Yeah, we want you to build life. Yeah, we want you to build an area uh, and room for serving. Yeah, we want you to build all that. But can I tell you the one thing you're going to have to build is you're going to have to build a place for his presence in your life. You're going to have to build, listen to me, a place of his presence in your life. Second Kings chapter 4, verse 8 through 7. I want, I want to read this to you. One day, Elijah went to Shunem, where a wealthy woman lived, who urged him to eat some food. Come on, that's my ministry. I, I'm coming. Listen. So whenever he passed that way, he would turn in and get some food. And she said to her husband, Behold, now I know that this holy man of God who is continuing to pass by our way, let us make a small room for him on the roof with walls and put in there a bed, a table, a chair, a lamp, so that whenever he comes by, he can go in there. One day he came there, and he turned into the chamber and rested. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call the Shunammite. When he had called her, he stood before him, and he said to him, say to her now, see you have taken all of this trouble for us. All of this trouble for us. All of, everybody say trouble. trouble. We already know serving is trouble. We already know showing up and coming to one service and sitting through the other. We already, listen, can I, can I just stop for a second? We, we don't expect it to be easy. 
What we expect is, listen, that's why we don't use the word volunteers here. We don't want you to be a volunteer. In fact, the reason we use dream team is because we feel like God's children need a place to serve God's children. When you come and you open the door, you're not just opening the door so the corporate structure of the church can move forward. You are God's sons and daughters serving God's sons and daughters. And you have no idea what day someone just had. And so we need people to be present because sometimes people haven't been in the word. Sometimes, come on, people haven't been in the presence. Sometimes they need a little bit of God through you. Stop. Does that make Sometimes people need a little bit of hello. We're glad you're here. You are not just servers. You are God's kids. Come on, taking care of God's kids. And if God was here, he would be serving. The Son of Man did not come to be served, the Bible says, but to serve. Come on. We never, the, the worship band comes every Thursday night. To practice the same songs we all know. Dear God, can we call? Can we call it off for a couple Thursdays? What's the song list? Nothing new? The church knows it. We, we never expected serving to not have a little bit of problem, a little bit of trouble, a little bit of work, a little bit of angst, a little bit of uh, demand, a little bit of discipline. We never expected that. But what we expect is that when you put your hand to it, it will produce something in your life, come on, that you could not get unless you made some room. Come on. That was for free. Okay. Look at this. Look at this. And uh, he said, uh, say now, you see that you have taken care of all of the trouble. What is to be done with you? Would you have a word spoken on your behalf to the king or the to commander of the army? And she said, I dwell among my people. That's kind of a little smack talk right there. Don't, don't read it like, I dwell among my people. I dwell here. Hey, I'm going to be right here. I dwell among my people. So here's what you need to know is back then you couldn't move unless you had a letter or a certificate. You could not change your location unless, does that make sense? So you had to have an approval for the commander or the king to change your territory. And so here, this wealthy woman, this woman of means, he is offering, hey, do you want to get out of here? It's kind of, it's kind of, you know, I, I think it's kind of beneath y'all. You could really step up. You could go to the next level. I can talk to some, I got some favor. I can put you in a new place I'm good I'm good I'm good look at this Gehazi answered well basically uh, the, the line I just skipped is she said I'm good I dwell among here and so Elijah is wanting to bless this woman look at this and he talks to Gehazi and answered well she has no son and her husband is old and he said call her and when he had called her, listen to this, she stood in the doorway and he said, at this season, about this time next year, you will embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, no man of God, do not lie to your servant. But the woman conceived and she bore a son about the time following spring as Elijah, come on, had said to her. I want to talk about three ways real quick to build a place 
for his presence. Building a place for his presence. The first is this. If you're going to build a place for his presence. Okay, no, I, I don't know if y'all are getting it. I don't know if y'all are getting So let me help you. Here you go, Deja, hand me that stuff. All right, come on, come on. We're going to build a little bit. All right. Now here's the thing. All right, let's see. Hold on. What? I don't know about that. That, that, that may be old school. I, don't, I should practice this. All right. Come on, if you're going to play something, you got to play it. All right, give me the vest. Give me the vest. Okay. I'm not dancing, so just don't even act like that. All right, turn it off. <laughs> All right. Here's the problem is that we don't, we, we got to build. We got to build the presence of God in our life. You guys are realizing how ridiculous I look and feel right now. Thank you for your, uh, thank you for holding your laughter. Okay. Here's the thing. There's a reason why people don't build. The first one is they don't want to leave what's comfortable. They don't want to leave what's comfortable. God has some things in your life. And here is this woman, this wealthy woman, come on, who does not need anything. And you know, it's funny to me. When, and I find it interesting that this story is actually incredible because it shows that a wealthy woman still has need. We are in this culture where it feels like because you got a little bit of money and because you can do some things, you drive some things, because you live in a certain type of home that you don't need anything, but yet underneath this woman is holding something. Does that make sense? That she's not going to talk about, that she's not going to bring to the front, but the reality is she has a concern and a care and there is something deep within her. My question is for all of us here today, are you really built? I know you're building uh, your, your wealth. I, I know you're building your, your college degree, your education. I know you're building a lot of things, but can I tell you something? The Bible tells us that there are two foundations. One is sand, and you can have a beautiful home and it all fall down. Or you can build a foundation. And can I tell you this? Life groups have helped me. Church has helped me. Church folks has helped me. Worshiping has helped me. But in my darkest days, can I tell you what? Not has, my love for my wife has not the thing that's kept us together. It is the fact that I've built this foundation and when I have worries and concerns and frustrations and I don't know, come on somebody, what to do, I lean on to the Lord and I'm asking, do we have any builders in the place? Does anybody know the value of building a relationship with the Lord? Come on somebody. That doesn't mean I just go to church. What I'm telling you is there's this deeper idea. This woman had a desire to leave what was comfortable in order to take care of God's presence. And it was the catalyst to her conception. Maybe the thing that you're waiting on will happen as you draw near, come on somebody, to the Lord. 
and you're trying to plan it. You got your Google Calendar, you got your tasks, you got your timelines, but there is something in here that you know God wants to do. You've never really let it go, but the reality is we're trying to do a lot of other things other than get uncomfortable, begin a prayer life, begin to know Him. Come on, somebody, open up the Bible, begin to actually have a relationship with God who is the creator of all things. Come on. There was a real reason. There was no real reason for her to show kindness to this prophet. She had all that she needed. In each of us, there is a huge desire for us to know him. Romans tells us, in fact, put that scripture verse up there. Romans chapter 1, verse 19 through 23 says, For what can be known about God about God is plain to them, to them, it's plain, because God has shown it to them for the invisible attributes, namely his eternal power, listen, and his divine nature have been clearly perceived since the creation of the world for the things that have been made. We are without excuse. Come on, science will try to explain it away. And they'll tell you some big bang happened and this kind of little, little, little gas, dust, combustion thing happened billions of years ago. And we're all just happenstance. You know, there's no value in your life. You're just, you know, you, you evolved. You came from this whatever it was and then kind of grew. And, well, there, there, we can see it in finches and we can see it in monkeys and we can see it in, and so you're, there's nothing really special about you. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that you were fearfully and wonderfully created. That before you were created, there was a design. Does that make sense? Nobody builds something with already having the intention of its use before it's even built. You are not an accident. It does matter what you do. It does matter, come on, who you serve. It does, come on, matter. Look at this. For throughout... For, through although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile, futile in their thinking. Look at this. Their foolish hearts were darkened, claiming to be wise, they became fools, and they exchanged, exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images of things. Things. Come on, listen, I'm, not, I'm coming for everybody, so don't get, don't, get, don't get weird, don't get, come on, things, the bass boat, the four-wheeler, the extra room, and before we know it, the things, come on, our social media, the gram, things are so important that we have rejected a relationship with God because the things, come on, are more important. Does this make sense? And here's what the Bible says. There is nothing more important for you, not for him, for you, for your soul, for your health, come on, for your freedom. Nothing is more important for you than, come on, for you to know, come on, him. The second thing is this. 
We're talking about building a place for his presence in your life. Focus on bringing him closer. Focus on bringing him closer. Do you know that there was uh, a little bit of an intentionality on the woman's part to bring the presence of God? Because Elijah, come on, had the double portion. He was the active voice and presence of God in that time. This is Old Testament. And so God dwelt among people and spoke through his prophets. So this was a big deal. Okay, now look at this. Here's what I want you to see. Is building something, there will always be concerns. Well, I don't, I don't know if I want to be a crazy religious freak. Well, that's kind of weird. Well, I, 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 I would trust God, but I've got all these prayer requests that haven't been answered yet. Well, I would be more in if, here's what I love about this woman, is she did not allow the concerns that she was holding to stop her faith from moving closer to the presence of what God was doing. Come on, does this make sense? Listen, God is good at helping you carry the worries and the stress and the fears. Everybody has concerns. Every one of you here has a concern. And it's different. But it's important for all of us. Some are small, like how are we going to get the car fixed? How are we gonna be? But some of them are deep. Some are deep with our family and our children. And it doesn't matter how old or young you are. For some of you, 45, your concern is this. But for some of you who are 14, your concern is this. But we can all be weighed down by pressure. The truth of the matter is, um, for us as a church, we want to make sure, sorry, I know that's annoying you. Um, we want to make sure that we are focusing intentionally on bringing him close. And I'm asking you, have you made room for the presence of God in your life? Have you made room for the presence of God in your life? You know, when Katie and I were dating, I already had a had a had a job career i was established i had influence i i already had a lot of that but what i didn't have come on somebody was her and so in order for me to have her i had to make some room in the schedule you know what i'm saying i i, I it couldn't be hey i'm going here we're going to this youth event hop in if you want to no 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 hop in if you want to if you're single let me tell you something netflix ain't gonna date you baby listen stop stop uh, listen i'm, I'm sorry I won't, i'm gonna move on listen listen wanting somebody and making room are totally two different things The truth of the matter is, if you want to walk in health, if you want to walk in freedom, if you want to walk in these things, you're going to have to some, make some room, come on, in your life. And it's not going to be easy. Think about this woman and her husband and the dialogue of what she's talking about. Hey, babe, I was thinking the other day, you, you got time? Huh? Well, I was just, I was just thinking, you know Elijah? Well, uh, who? I was just thinking when he comes by, we could feed him. With what? With, with food that we prepare. We could, we could just prepare a, an extra plate, and it's not going to hurt us. It's not going to be a big deal. Fine, do whatever you want. I don't care. I don't care. She starts feeding, cooking. And I, Elijah's coming. Elijah's coming. Prepare. Prepare. Elijah's coming. Elijah's coming. Give me some, some potatoes. Elijah's coming. Elijah's coming. All of a sudden, he brings uh, Gieza. 
Well, and, the, and, the, and I'm sure the husband's like, who are you? <laughs> like, I, I was thinking pl- this was a plus one meal, and now we plus two. And, and so we begin to feed this guy, and he's, he's being fed. No, this is great. We, at least we have company. It's great. We're all eating. This is fun. But then it goes to the next level. Hey, babe, I want to talk to you. About what? Elijah, yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you too. When's he going to stop coming over? Actually, I was thinking that we could build a room on the roof. You want, stop, you want to do what? Yeah, I was just, uh, it's funny, when we were eating the other day, I was just thinking, let's build some walls and, and, and a room. You want me to build a room for another man to come sleep in our home. But that's not it, really. I was thinking like a bed, a lampstand, a table. I was, like I have a, I think we could really decorate this, and I think it would be great for him. What are you smoking? <laughs> that is not in my financial plan. That is not one of the goals where we set. You're asking me to leverage some of our wealth to make room for this guy. We barely know him. He's a freeloader. This dude comes and eats all of our food. And now you want this dude to move in? Sometimes I just don't know what you're thinking. And this then I can just feel, I can just read it into her because I've been married. She gets mad and she slams the mop, or slams the foot, and she says, you listen here, you old fart. <laughs> you're a stingy man. You never give and you're going to do this. Okay. <laughs> come on, somebody. Hey, listen, listen, come on. Don't act like it ain't real. <laughs> Listen. It, she, she did whatever she needed to do, come on, to draw near and bring the presence, come on, closer. Closer. Some of us are carrying so many concerns and we're overwhelmed and we can't move into the things that God has called us to. Come on. Some of us need to make some room. You know what I love about this story is the money could not buy the baby, but the money was used to bring the presence that eventually produced conception. See, I, I believe that, that, that God is bringing people to the house that understand, listen, listen to this, that their wealth is a blessing from the Lord, that's actually God is using it, because here's the thing about this, you cannot use a gift, a gift, and it not bless you. When you move into obedience, here's the deal, the money couldn't buy her a baby, but it could bring the presence of the Lord, build a house, prepare a meal. All of a sudden, boom, there's a conversation and her whole life changes. Here's the last thing that I want to tell you and we're going to be done. Man, y'all come on up because we're going we're to do a little bit of prayer. Is if you're going to build something, you've got to believe that your time with him is beneficial. You will never spend time. Can I tell you this? The reason we do not pray 
is not because we don't have time. The reason that we do not pray, read our Bible, connect with the Lord, come on, is not because we are too busy. It's because we're not sure it's beneficial. If I told you I put a million dollars under the house sign, some of you would think he's lying. The other ones would think, dear God, Church is over. <laughs> I'm going right now. Why? Because the tr truth of the matter is you have equated, listen, value with that amount. And I'm telling you that we as believers have to value time with God. Go into God with our problems and concerns and frustrations and offenses. And too many relationships are getting broken because we're not going to God, but we are going to everybody else. See, I'm empty and I need you to fill me. So when you don't text me back, you didn't fill me. When you don't answer my call, you don't fill me. When you disagree with me, you don't fill me. And because I, I am absent from the Father, God is love. Anytime there is correction or a difference of opinion, I am totally hurt and frustrated. And I want to leave you because I'm empty. Come on. Your relationship with God is the foundation for everything healthy in your life. When is the last time that you opened up a journal? Well, I'm a man and I, I'm telling you, I, I, don't, I don't share my feelings. How's that working for you? I'm not making fun. I'm just saying. If the good father is not someone that we want to go to, Maybe you had a terrible father. Maybe you had no father. Maybe you were abandoned. I was adopted from a foster home. My parents got divorced. I get it. And I have spent the last 25 years of my life learning how to connect with God that he doesn't push me away when I fall and I sin and I mess up. Come on. That he doesn't build a wall and say you're not good enough. Some of you, I believe, as I was praying for you, you're carrying too much. And you are worried about many, many things. And, and, and the other ones is, listen to this, lean into this real quick if you can. You're too comfortable. Because you're not pushing and pursuing a relationship with the Lord, it's hurting your marriage. It's hurting your kids. Come on, come on. Because, because here's the thing, well, you, you don't know me, you can't judge me. All I can tell you is when you take the absence of light out, darkness fills it. And when you walk in, come on, maybe you've been just a little bit too frustrated the last week. You've been huffy and puffy, come on, you about to blow your house down. Come on. Come on. You, listen. Are you carrying too much? I get it. Are you carrying too much? Are you, are you, are you, do you need a little bit of time with the Lord where he can minister to you and love you and, and help you? Are you too comfortable? See, we're going to sing this song real quick. And here is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we move 
listen, from task-appointed Christians to Christians that are leading our relationship with God because it fuels everything else in our life. I'm not trying to give you a to-do list. I'm trying to change your life. Come on, does this make sense? And here's the thing. I'm talking this, but daily, weekly in my office, I got to get in here and I got to go, okay, I'm carrying too much. I'm concerned about this opinion and that opinion and that thought and that person and this and that. I'm, I'm carrying way too much. Before I started the church, I didn't even have a gray hair. I'm carrying too much. You know what? I got to cast that care on him. I got to, God, you're going to do what you want to do. They're going to go where they want to go. They're going to do what they want to do. I'm going to serve you and I'm going to love you. Come on. Comfortable. Comfortable. When's the last time you really believed for something big? When's the last time you leaned in and you invited that coworker to work? Oh, I don't want to, what if they say no? Well, you have what you had. <laughs> I mean, I mean, last night uh, we had Jermaine and Coretta at, at our house and they were helping in our leadership life group. And, and I had a moment where I was overwhelmed because the only reason they're at our church is because Danelle invited them. And the only reason Danelle came one time is because Sarah, Sarah Gusa invited them. And all I'm telling you, listen, is just like that, Christianity can be comfortable and there's nothing more than moral training that we are learning when we come to church. And there is a supernatural power that God can move in your life. And I believe, listen, dead things can come alive. I believe conception can happen. I believe you're not done. I believe it's not over. Come on, somebody. I believe God's working. I, I know it's been a long time. I know you don't even want to talk about it anymore because it'll make you cry. Maybe the whole idea of another marriage, you don't even want to talk about it. I don't know what's going on, but the truth of the matter is God has something in here, and if you will get close, He will say, by this time next year. I love that he said next year. Because we always say here, don't give us a service. Give us a year. Because God will do something in your life. By next year, you'll start seeing some fruit. That womb will start. God will start doing. Come on, you hearing what I'm talking about? Come on, who's too comfortable? And who's carrying too much? Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear how this message impacted you. Feel free to let us know on the Contact Us tab of the House website. We hope you have a great week.